everybody. We're back. This is episode 122 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony. Sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal DeQuincy. Hey, guys. Welcome back. How you been, buddy? How was your week? Um, it was all right, I suppose. More, more work than I would like to do. And um, Friday, kind of, oh, no, Saturday kind of screwed me because I lost a bet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta. If I owe you some money, let me know. I'll I'll Venmo you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was quite a, quite a night. Quite a night. Um, real quick, man. It's a. Uh, I. Uh, I uh, just want. I well, I'm sorry. I got. Uh, I went and got tested for COVID. Um, I've been curious as to like how the process works and stuff, and like you know, everything that was going on or like how everything works. Like if you go to a, it's like one of these free testing sites or if you go to, you know, uh, if you go to like an ER or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I went to like a, uh, one of these free testing sites and it was, you know, it was interesting. Like um, it's very, it, it goes by quicker than I would have imagined, like considering everybody's lining up trying to get it, you know, you stay in your car and stuff. And I didn't, you know, it was, I got it more as a, some peace of mind, but not because I felt anything. I just, you know, I hadn't, you know, I haven't gotten one, um, you know, it's just been crazier and crazier lately. And, uh, you know, I guess it was, yeah, it was more peace of mind just to, just to make sure that, Hey, I am doing as best as I can, you know, with, you know, my social distancing and wearing a mask and stuff. Um, and also, you know, I was, you know, uh, curious as to, you know, what it was like to, to do all that, to go through everything. And uh, it was interesting, man. Get a little bit of a head rush when they stick that, that Q-tip up the nose <laughs> twice. Um, oh, you had it twice? Well, yeah, they go through each nostril. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thankfully, you know, results were, were negative, you know, I'm, I'm good, uh, you know, just, and I'll be continuing, you know, my, my social distancing and my mask wearing and all that, you know, all that stuff that, you know, is recommended and is important these days. Um, it was, it was an interesting process and it didn't go, it didn't take as long. It, I was there for maybe 45 minutes at most. 30 minutes at most, it seems like. It wasn't, so it wasn't too bad. So if you're out there listening and you feel like you need to get tested, there's all, there's all sorts of avenues. There's free testing sites. There's, uh, you know, clinics that offer it. If you have insurance, you can, you know, you, you know hopefully uh, put it on your insurance. Um, unfortunately, there are also, well, there's also out-of-pocket, you know, if you have to pay. But, uh, you know, if you ever feel like you need to get tested, don't hesitate and, and get it done because uh, it's it's a scary time out there. Yes, um, it is. But uh, and, you know, and it's better to know than not know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, having said that, this was this happened on Tuesday, so uh, impact on the picks that I made last week for uh, the UFC card that happened this past Saturday, um, UFC 251. And, you know, we'll do a, a quick recap 
uh, because we talked about it at length last week. Um, but man, it was a great card in my opinion. Um, it was uh, it was a, a really good night of fights. A really good night of fights where, you know, I think most people were let down by the main event um, because there was so much hype. And it's hard, it's hard, often, more times than not, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to live up to that hype. And, you know, again, more times than not, the hype doesn't, it, you know, it, they don't live up to the hype. And that was kind of, the, that was the case on Saturday. Um, but uh, quickly, uh, the picks that I made were okay. Hall of Fame numbers, I think, if, if this is baseball. Unfortunately, this is gambling with people's money, so no. <laughs> right, yeah. No. So, unfortunately, it's the wrong sport. Um, but I got, what, three out of five correct. Um, you know, two, no, two out, of, two out of five, I think. I don't know. I don't count. I, it's hard to count the main event because, like I told you, my brain was picking Usman and my emotions were picking Masvidal. So, however you want to look at it. Um, but there were three titles on the line, one new champion, uh, because of the because it was for the vacant 135 pound title, uh, Petorian TKO'd Jose Aldo in the fifth round. Um, boy, that was a brutal, brutal fifth round, really good fight. Um, Aldo was, he hung in there longer than I thought. You know, I thought if, if he was going to win this fight, he would have to get out of there quickly um, or hang in there for the decision. And he almost hung in there for the decision. And I thought if Jan was going to win, he would have to knock him out quickly. And it took him five, four and a half rounds to get it done. Um, that was the point at which you stopped watching the fights. Is that, is that what I'm led to believe? When Aldo when Aldo lost, that's when I stopped watching because that's when my bet uh, went up in smoke. That and man, that was a tough ending to the fight to watch. I mean, the ref let it go on for thirty seconds longer than it should have. Which, when it's a fight, thirty seconds is forever when someone's getting their brains bashed in. Yeah, he really the referee should have stopped that as as soon as it became obvious that Aldo could not fight back on the ground. Yeah, but the ref let that match go like Aldo owed him money or something. It didn't make any sense because he was on the ground. He could barely defend himself, and he was just taking these shots to the to the side of the head. And not, it sucks for me because you know money wise, but sure. you know Aldo, he's been in this game for a long time. Um, do you see him, you know, making another run at the championship? No, I don't. Uh, I think that's it. The, the vision that he's fighting in is too stacked right now. So he's at the very back of the line at this point. Um, and that's it. I mean, that's really all that, that counts. I mean, he's, he showed that he's, he can hang with the champion and he's, he's got gas in the tank and he's not finished fighting, but right now he's finished fighting for a title in any near future. Mm -hmm. um, and given his age, 
given the miles on him, it, that also probably includes a long future. I mean, that's not something I don't see him in two years fighting for a, a title one last time. I think, I think this is, this was his last chance to fight for a title. He put up a hell of a, an effort and um, might've won the fight. If it, if it had gone the distance, if it had gone to the, to the scorecards, um, he was doing really well early on, kind of faded towards the end. Um, and then obviously faded completely when, you know, he just couldn't, couldn't handle the onslaught of, of, uh, of the champ. So yeah, he, he's, he's done fighting for a title, but not done fighting. He's still got a couple of good fights left in him, I think. Oh, Okay. Anything else you had to say about the rest of the pay-per-view? The second title fight, Volkanovski and Holloway. Again, another pick that I missed. Uh, But I think I should have – I should have gotten it. Or I think – I think we were all robbed (laughs) at this point. I think Holloway won that fight. It was a close fight. Um, It was one of those – it was almost like a Volkanovski situation where it's hard – to beat the champion on, on the scorecards. Mm-hmm. It's hard to take the title from the champion if it goes the distance. Uh, but Volkanovski did it his first time fighting Holloway. And I thought Holloway was going to do it in the rematch to take the title back from Volkanovski. Uh, but that wasn't the case. Um, the judges saw it differently and uh, gave Volkanovski the, the, uh, the decision. Um, but again, I think a lot, I think everybody, the majority believe that it should have gone the other way. Um, it was closer than it looked. And also it should have, you know, the, it was closer and also an, and in Holloway's favor. So it's unfortunate, but you know, like Holloway said, he's 28 years old, you know, he's got a lot left in the tank and uh, you know, he's not going anywhere. He's a guy that will be fighting for the title again, for sure. Okay. Good. In the main event, uh, Usman, Kamar Usman, um, retained the title against Jorge Masvidal. Uh, You know, the hype was that Masvidal took the fight on six days' notice, had to drop 20 pounds to make weight for the fight um, on six days' notice. Um, And it really, it really showed that, you know, that. Usman was, was overlooked the entire week and he did everything he needed to do to retain his title. Um, and I think that's why people really let down by this fight, because when you fight a guy, on, when you, when you're the champion and you take the fight on six days notice and you're preparing for somebody else entirely before that, um, all the pressure is on you. If you win the fight, you're going to get criticized because, oh, well, you beat a guy on six days' notice. And if you lose the fight, how could you lose to a guy on six days' notice? What kind of champion is that? And, you know, he, he, he fought um, – he played it safe in my mind. Um, he did everything he needed to do to win. And at the end of the day, that's what counts. Um, it wasn't a war that I think people were expecting and hoping. Um, and it went all five rounds. And if you're, you know – if you're someone who's constantly disappointed that a fight ends too quickly, 
you got your money's worth because it went all five rounds and it was it was a really good fight. And uh, you know, Masvidal proved that he um, is a megastar, and you know he he'll he'll get another chance. And it'll be interesting to see what it's like uh, with a full camp if he were to fight Usman again. Um, and again, he's a megastar because I don't know if you heard, but apparently this this pay per view did about 1.3 million pay-per-view buys, which um, is, I don't know if that's, if that's been updated, but uh, if, if that's way, way higher than what actually, uh, you know, what actually came in or not. But if he did, if, if that happened, that's Conor McGregor level pay-per-views right there, man. And uh, very few people do that. And it's a stacked card, obviously, three titles. But there's been pay-per-views that had that have had three titles on the line before, and they didn't do nearly that many pay-per-view buys. Um, what's, what's the number you said? I heard 1.3 million. Yes, that's what I was saying. 1.3 million buys, most successful pay-per-view since UFC 229. Okay, man, that's... That was Connor versus Khabib. Yeah, over a year ago now. Yeah, two years, 2018. Yeah, so, and again, you know, three titles on the line, uh, you know, Fight Island, the appeal of Fight Island, you know, that all played, played, you know, played a role, but I think when you've got the star power, or now, you know, it's proven that Mazadal has this star power because um, I don't think the – I don't think the pay-per-view would have done that well if it, if the original main event, you know, was, was Usman and Burns. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, Mazudal is uh, going to be around for a while. You know, he, he's still marketable. He's still, a, he's now a big name and uh, you can't not keep him on the sidelines. So that's our quick, quick recap of uh, this pay-per-view. Good. Like I said, Good night of fights. You know, the prelims were good. Uh, the main card was really good. And, uh, yeah, you know, I just wish wish you could have won some money. <laughs> so, again, I apologize. That's uh, not your fault. You live and you learn. And hopefully next pay per view, I bet it will all come up winners. All right. So, like we said last week, our Friday show will be about combat sports and – we're done with the UFC talk, so let's move on to the WWE. This Sunday, WWE will be putting on, hold on, let me get the name for it, The Horror Show at Extreme Rules. So what's that all about? Does anybody know what's going on with that? Because I, I still don't know why they're calling it this. Um, I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe it's something to grab people's attention, try to get the numbers up. I that'd be my guess. My best guess is just trying to add a little spicy flair to it, a little spicy spice. Okay, well, you know, that's all I got for you. But <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go through these matches real quick, break them down. Um, so there's only six matches on the card as of right now. Um, this is I'm on Wikipedia, so you know they're always correct. 
I do know that I saw an extra match they were going to have Sheamus versus um, Jeff Hardy in a barroom brawl match. But since it's not here on Wikipedia, we're not going to talk about it. Thank God. All right. Real classy, by the way, having that kind of fight. Yeah. It's Jeff Hardy's real life struggles with alcohol and, and pills and whatnot. Yeah, it's one of the things that we just don't have the time to talk about, but SmackDown between that Jeff Hardy storyline and just the utter boringness of Braun Strowman's uh, title reign, SmackDown has become damn near unwatchable. But moving on, let's go Let's go to this card. Um, just like always, we start with the non-championship matches. And this one surprises to me. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt in a Wyatt Swamp fight, but the title is not on the line. Really? Yeah. I just found out today. I didn't know that either. I found out today while I was listening to the Masked Man uh, podcast. They were talking about it, and Shoemaker mentioned that it was not for the title. And I had to go, go to Wikipedia to check, and sure enough, there is no title on the line. Wow. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we break it down, I'm, let's do this before every match. Let's start. Let's ask the question, how did we get here? Okay. All right. So if you could, I'm making, if you could, in a tweet, 240 characters, explain how we got here. Make it short and sweet. Oh, um, does um count? No, uh, I'll let it go. Okay. <laughs> how we got here... Um, Braun needs someone to fight until SummerSlam. And they have enough history to extend this feud, which started back at um, the pay-per-view after WrestleMania. My quick answer is, well, Braun has to fight someone, doesn't he? Yeah. I think, what was it, Last week, I was looking up to see the who the heels were that were left on SmackDown that Braun can take on, and the only one left right now is King Corbin. Yeah, man, the SmackDown division. There's very few heels that that can pose a legit threat for the title, and um, man, it's it's rough. It's a rough go if uh, Corbin is your next threat, I guess is your next biggest threat. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a cinematic match, and I don't know if it's going to reach the levels of, say, the Boneyard match or the Firefly Festival match. Um, Now that I know it's for the title, I'm not as excited to watch it. Yeah. Um, Like... I understand. Like now, I get it. Like it's why it's not for the title. I mean, it's it's you know the title should change hands in the ring. So if you know if you want to, if that's their reasoning, you know to keep that tradition, I'm fine with that. Um, and you know, I've I've just been kind of, um, I've been I've been as high on this as I haven't been as high on this feud as as I thought I would be. Um, because anytime Bray Wyatt is involved in anything, like I'm interested and I'm excited, but 
um, I think it's just, it's a testament to how much I don't really care for Braun Strowman. Um, I'm just not interested by him as, as champion or anything. And that's a shame. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a giant man, uh, you know, athletic for his size and all that stuff. But, oh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's athletic enough for his size, but um, I just, I think what, what rubs me the wrong way with Strowman is that he, I think he would be better off with, uh, with someone talking for him. I think he needs a mouthpiece. Um, Man, I guess I. You're right. I can't remember any kind of memorable promo that he's done in the past, you know, months. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you one thing. I think the biggest thing with Braun Strowman is he's better as the the person chasing the title than actually having the title. Because now that he has has it, it's like, what the hell do you do now to get it off of him? Right. Um, I think this is a start. You have a, 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 a fight like this, a, a swamp fight. I think that's a good way to start breaking him down. Um, and Wyatt is believable enough to do that. Um, and maybe he takes the title off of him later on down the line. I don't know. Like you brought SummerSlam earlier. Who the hell is um, Strowman's opponent at SummerSlam? I think it's Wyatt. I think they continue this feud. Okay, so SummerSlam next month. So that'd be three matches in a row because yeah. they had money in the bank, this one, and then SummerSlam. Yeah, and if you think about it, this is the perfect match for Wyatt to win to continue the feud because it's in his element, quote-unquote. Um, it's not for the title. And again, it's not in the middle of the ring, so you can keep – Strowman looking strong as champion. And, uh, you know, it'll, it forces, or it doesn't, it doesn't force Strowman. It, um, uh, it strengthens Wyatt's case to fight for the title at SummerSlam in the middle of the room. All right. So uh, let's pick who you got when I got Wyatt. Yeah. Keep the feud alive. Yeah. When you see it's not for the title. Why is the obvious answer? Yeah, and also, you know, it's his match, mm-hmm. so he should win. I mean, he won the the Firefly Fun Funhouse match at WrestleMania. The Undertaker won the Boneyard match at uh, at WrestleMania as well. You know, it should be if it's your style, if it's if it's suited to your style of of uh, competing, that then you should. You should win the match. If the match is named after you, you have a hundred percent success rating. Yeah. All right. So moving on to our other non-title match of the night, although still with some very high CGI stakes, Ray Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in an eye for eye match, where the stipulation is the match can only be won when one competitor extracts an eye of their opponent. So one, one tweet. How did we get here? Oh, okay. Um, Seth Rollins tried to blind Rey Mysterio and then attack his son. That's all I've got. Oh, no, no. He tried to blind Rey Mysterio and his son tried to extract exact revenge and almost 
got his eye taken. Yeah, Seth Rollins tried to blind Ray Mysterio, then his son interfered, and then Buddy Murphy and Aleister Black for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's my reason. Yeah. Um, man, I don't really even know what to say about this match. It's going. I think it's going to be an entertaining match. Uh, the ending is going to be CGI. I'm just wondering, does that mean that the loser has to wear an eye patch for the rest of their career? I see. I, I don't. I don't know. I guess. I mean, if you want to stay true to the business, but then, uh, you know, what do you do for social media? You know, Instagram and Twitter and all that fun stuff. You know, you're gonna take pictures with sunglasses for the rest of your life. I just. That's a this, dumb. This, it's a this dumb ass is stupid. Thank you. It's a stupid yeah. ass simulation. It makes no fucking sense. You can't just do a got a TLC or a chairs match or something like that. Yeah, and this does no favors to either of these guys. Um, you know, I, I really like Seth Rollins as this. You know, uh, you know this holier than thou, disillusioned heel. I really like what he's doing with this character, um, but this stipulation is just awful. I mean, it just doesn't seem like I feel like you want. I feel like you want to say it doesn't. It, it doesn't seem realistic. I'm like, welcome to wrestling. Right. I mean, we're suspending disbelief to begin with by watching professional wrestling, but mm -hmm. this just this really takes it a step further that like makes it it's 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 one of those times that it, it's hard to be a fan and say that you're a fan and talk about being a fan because it's like it's already like we know that this is entertainment to begin with but you know i think you feel like you've backed yourself in a corner by by creating this type of match yeah yeah i that's it i have nothing else to say about this match so you want to just pick the winner uh, Mysterio. Uh, you know Mysterio. Um, I'm going Seth Rollins with a Dominic Hill turn. Ooh, okay. Now, see, I, I feel I like, like that. I feel like they've been, you know, slow burning and teasing it, and, and basically Dominic just say, hey, "You need to let me be my own man, Dad. I can handle this." And you should have let me fight. Yeah. For you, instead of losing your eye, your other eye. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. That. If that were to happen, it would change the entire my entire feelings about this rivalry, about this feud. So good call. I like that. And I got NSF wins. He's going to be so obnoxious Monday night, and that uh, uh, just ornery, crazy religious leader Steph has been the best Steph in in like two years. So. That's what I'm hoping for. He's he wins and he's converted Dominic over another member of the flock. I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. All right, so let's move. All right, moving on to our championship matches. Let's go. Let's see. Apollo Cruz, the real champion, defends his U.S. title against MVP, the fake champion, in a single match for the U.S. championship. How do we get here? Um. MVP tried to recruit Apollo Crews for his stable, um, got rejected, and uh, is gunning for him. 
as a scorned lover or something like that. My one tweet. My one tweet. See, kids, black on black violence can be fun. <laughs> we got Apollo Cruz, MVP, Lashley. Um, who am I missing? Ricochet and um, Cedric Alexander. Cedric, yeah, Cedric Alexander. And it's been like this has been a very entertaining mid-card feud. I agree. Um, and it's like it's amazing that it's 2020, 2020, and MVP is on oh, yeah. WWE programming and he's performing at this level. Doing some of his finest work. Really? Like like the only time that I found him more obnoxious when he was going back and forth with uh, Matt Hardy. What he's yeah. doing, like watching him, like just interacting, and re- it's so much fun to have him back. Because I didn't think he was going to be wrestling. I thought he was just going to be, you know, like a manager. But mm-hmm. he still got it in the ring, and he was supposed to be. You know, I think they, you know, it's hard to when you can still go. It's hard to to uh, to let someone hang hang him up. Yeah. You know, I think he was he was ready to, to retire and, and you know transition as more of a manager, but I think you know his character's still too strong to 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 only do that. Um and I feel like you know, I, he's he's this he's that guy that for years, if you've listened to other podcasts, we've talked about it. He's been that guy for years where it's like, man, I really wish, you know, he was still around or you know, are they ever, are they ever going to bring him back? He would be a great addition. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now is the perfect time to have him around because I think if, if, if he had been with the company over these past five or six years that, um, that, you know, we've talked about, I think he would have been diluted. We would have gotten uh, tired of him. And I don't think he, he would have mustered, uh, this type of run at a at a point in time when when they need him because the roster isn't very strong at this at this moment and this is before the pandemic you know occurred you know there aren't major stars that you know that can uh, that can carry the show and he's he's doing a damn good job. Uh, on the mic, in the ring, and just, you know, with his storylines that, that he's involved with. I think this is the perfect time for him to, to be around. Yeah, I, I agree. He's doing amazing work. He's elevated Bobby Lashley, who, if you know us, has completely dropped Lana. Yeah, thank God. I mean, yeah. thank God it, it, for the, in terms of the storyline. Yeah, because that storyline was going nowhere, especially after Rusev uh, let go. Uh, we have not talked about this on the podcast, but we did talk this private. Uh, give people your thoughts on the new inter- uh, the new U.S. title. I don't really like the the belt. I wish they would have done something different. Um, it's uh, I don't know. It's, not it's, a- I'm just not a fan of it. Not a fan. Not a fan. All right, we're back. Slight pause there. Anthony had to go get his food from DoorDash. 
<laughs> we're back. Uh, just talking about you, the U.S. title change. Anthony said it wasn't a fan. I'm kind of indifferent towards it. Um, I think it's too streamlined. Mm-hmm. Like it just looks, it looks just like a belt buckle, if anything. Um, but again, you know, that's I have that problem with all of the all of the belts in uh, WWE. You know, yeah, all the old. the belts they don't have any kind of like style or flair. They're just for corporate design now. Yeah, I mean, it's just literally the logo. And it's, there's no indication as to what this is. Like, you know, what title this is. It's just like a giant W in the middle of the belt. And it's like, okay, well, that's not very appetizing. Yeah, but it, it, it has a corporate synergy that these businesses love. I mean, the, the U.S. championship before, it wasn't exactly you know, the best belt I've ever seen, but at least it had some kind of – it had its own style. It was unique compared to everything else. Right. I mean, it, it, it um, you know, it reminded you of the old days to an extent. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm actually, favorite, favorite title on – that you've ever – Oh, I thought you meant like currently. No, no, God. Oh, the, my favorite is the big gold belt. WCW? Yeah. Title? Yeah. Nice. I, yeah. It's either I think, that or the big, uh, the, the wing eagle. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you know, for our generation, like you can't go wrong with either of those two. Yeah. Now I'm looking at all the belt design. I think the best belts we have right now are it's either the Intercontinental Championship or the North American Championship. Yes. Uh, I would say the North American Championship. North American Championship. I'm with W NXT North American, yeah that that strap that strap is so beautiful. Oh, all right, sorry. <laughs> Being held by the limitless one Keith Lee as we record. Want to get that double champion? Okay, uh, going back to MVP versus Apollo Cruz. Um, I gotta say what they done with Apollo Cruz in the last couple of months has been astonishing. They actually are using him like a big deal. Yeah. I mean, he deserves it. I mean, he's crazy athletic. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he's, he's built, you know, he's got a a good look about him and uh, he's not bad on the mic. He's, he's perfect for a baby face right now. You know, whenever I talk about wrestlers, I'm like, man, how come they haven't got a bigger push? The first thing I go is go check their height. Because it's like, if you're like barely six foot, Vince won't push you. But Apollo's six one. Yeah, he, he just just passed the mark. Mm. All right, pick your winner. 
Uh, man, that's a good question. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the champ. Which one? So he, uh, well, <laughs> the, the the real champ, Apollo Cruz. I think he'll he'll retain. I think this is a few that you can extend um, as well, and maybe take the title off of him at SummerSlam. Uh, you know, but I think this is something that that they'll 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 keep going. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I can also see a situation where during the match, you know, uh, what's his name? Lashley gets involved as Alexander and Ricochet come out and one, one of them, either Alexander, I'm not sure, Alexander or Ricochet betrays Apollo Crews and Joy's MVP stable. Does he huh? Take huh? What's that? What do you oh, take I, Oh, I say either Cedric or Ricochet betrays Apollo and costs him the championship. Mm. And they, they've kind of planted the seeds for uh, Cedric to be the one because because of MVP has been talking to in their backstage promos. But uh, I don't know. I got a feeling about Ricochet. Oh, also, t- uh, speaking of their backstage promos, I love this new thing where they'll be interviewing one person and then – the camera, they just walk over to another person and start interviewing them. It makes it feel more like people are actually back there right. together. Like it no longer feels like it's just a bubble for certain people. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like it's uh, like pre pre recorded either. Mm-hmm. Like if you you just move on into the next segment and it's like. It's a. It seems. More, it feels more smooth. It feels like a, a smoother transition going into the next segment. Yeah, that's one thing I enjoy them trying new things during this. Um, these tapings at the at the uh, performance center. I mean, no one. You might as well try new things right now while you can, and then see what sticks and what you can bring when the live crowds come back. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so you picked Apollo Crews. Um, I'm picking Apollo Crews, too. I think I'm with you. I think they can extend extend it or even you know, give it to Lashley at SummerSlam. Right, Lashley. and I think, yeah, I think. Uh, That'd be two meaty men slapping meat. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think you could, you know, extend the feud with even Lashley taking, mm-hmm. stepping in for, for MVP. Like, this is my chance now. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go on. Man, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out which uh, women's match I want to go first. Oh, let's do this one first. All right, so Bailey defends her SmackDown Women's Championship against Nikki Cross. How did we get here? Um, no, seriously, how do we get here? Because I have not <laughs> <laughs> Like, the storyline... Explanation on Wikipedia is basically it just says Cross won a fatal four way match to earn a women's SmackDown championship match. That's it. There's no like storyline. She did, but also Bailey and Sasha Banks have been feuding with her and Alexa Bliss since I guess WrestleMania, if not before. I mean, it's like I feel bad for the rest of the women on, on the SmackDown roster because they're completely overlooked. Um, 
Bailey and Sasha are the tag champs, and Bailey is the women's champ. So, and they're basically feuding with the same two girls um, for three titles. When Bailey could, you know, in theory, should have two separate feuds. I mean, if she's a double champ, you should be facing two different opponents. You know, whoever the tag your, you know, your tag team challengers are, and a, you know, a, a challenger for the the women's title. So you know, hopefully, this winds down eventually. I mean, they, those four women have been going at it for months now. Um, for me, this is the best I've ever seen. Um, Bailey and Sasha Banks. Yeah, like, I mean, this got is all ridiculous. The they got all the gold. Promos are, are fire, and you know their matches in the ring are great. Um, I I can't keep enough praise on these two. It's like as soon as Charlotte Flair and uh, Becky Lynch went down, Vince like, oh, look, I have other talented female wrestlers. And they're going to carry the load for me, and, and they have. Because mm-hmm. those two, I mean, as much as I'm ready for this feud to be over with, I mean, Bailey and Sasha, to their credit, have been on every show, um, you know, feuding with everybody else. I mean, <laughs> the only people, they're, the only women they're not feuding with are the other women in the SmackDown roster, <laughs> but they're feuding with women on NXT, on Raw, and uh, you know that's it's a it's a you know they're in a good position right now with Charlotte and Becky out of action. Um, you know they're they're the four horse they're the four horse women for a reason. I mean they're they're that good and they're that legit to, to carry the brands, you know, while the other two are out. Uh, sorry. And um, what can you say about Nikki Cross? She is, has, she has always been entertaining. Mm-hmm. And while I don't think, I mean, I'll just get into my pick. I don't think she's going to win this match. Neither she, do I. She's a legit threat. I mean, she's a, a really good wrestler. Um, again, you know, uh, very entertaining just with her character, but she can go, man. She's, she's again, a legit threat that, um, is going to take Bailey to the limit. They're going to have a really good match, but you know, it's not her time to win the title and it's not Bailey's time to lose the title. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. But it's getting close. It's getting close. Said the title says what last October two hundred and seventy nine days and counting a long ass time. Uh, but yeah, we're both picking Bailey to continue her championship reign. Uh, moving on uh, to the match, I think it's going to be the match of the night. Osaka defends her Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. Oscar, ooh, I'm sleepy. Yes, the, this is definitely going to be match of the night. Um, this, how did we get to this feud? I, I don't know either. Like, um, Sasha challenged her 
because she wanted to be double champion like Bailey. So for a second there, it seemed like she was going to challenge Bailey for her um, SmackDown championship, but instead not called yet. out. Yeah, not yet. That's a coming. But it says she uh, called out Asuka and challenged her for the Raw Women's Championship, and Asuka said, I'm a fighting champion, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this is going to be a great match. I think that the two women's matches are going to be the best, the best matches on the card. Mm-hmm. And um, this one will definitely be match of the night. Um, I mean, you know, we just, I mean, we're, we're still talking about Sasha Banks. I mean, she's been carrying her and, and Bailey, like, like we said, have, have been carrying this division, you know, for months now. And, um, you know, Asuka's a great champion. I mean, she's a, a great wrestler still. Um, but she's, you know, she belongs to, to Monday Night Raw, and she's going to retain her title and, you know, hopefully set up a feud with someone from Monday Night Raw, you know, going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I just don't see um, Asuka dropping the belt so soon. Mm-hmm. I say soon, but she has since what April? Yeah, she had three months, so it's not that long. Man, I although it'd be nice just to see how how much of a jerk Sasha Banks would be with two titles. <laughs> Her losing and knowing that she only has one bell to Bailey's two. We'll start to, you know, plant the seeds of um, jealousy, and and when that turn comes, this will be the this will be the starting point right here. Mm-hmm. Who do you think turns though? Ooh, that's a very good question because I was thinking because <laughs> first I'm thinking Banks because that <clears throat> sorry. She's the natural heel. She's the natural heel. But Bailey has done so well in this heel turn of hers that it's too soon to turn to turn her back. I think she I could very well see her turning on Sasha and saying, I don't need you anymore. You're the weak weak Yeah, like if they lose the tag team titles while Bailey is still SmackDown um champ. Yeah. And she just like beats her ass in the ring. Talk about I don't need you. You're the weak link. Yeah, ooh, buddy, you're building. I like it. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah. All right, so we're both picking Oscar in this match, correct? Correct. All right, and our last match of the night is. Sorry, I gotta go back to see where it is. Okay. Drew McIntyre defending the WWE Championship against Dolph Ziggler in a match that we still don't have the stipulations for. Right. Now, there's been a promo um, pictures put out that it's going to be a TLC match. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, so that's the rumor going around right now. That'd be fun. I mean, Ziggler's a great seller. I mean, he sells better than anybody. Um, yeah, it, it it sounds like it would be a fun match, you know, with some uh, potential for some really great spots. 
and nasty looking bumps. And all right, are we in the trust tree? Can I be honest? Of course. Dog, I don't give a damn about Dolph Ziggler, man. He had his run. I mean, it was brief, but he had he had or he had his moment. Um Yeah, the Raw was it Raw or SmackDown? Raw. The Raw at the WrestleMania where you cast in on Alberto Del Rio and won the championship. That was his moment. And it's unfortunate that he got injured mm-hmm. shortly after. You know, he got suffered a concussion from Jack Swagger. Um because I mean, it, it completely killed his momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what happens, man, and that's what happens to momentum. And it's hard to to uh, to get it going. And he he just hasn't ever since. And to put him in this position, I mean, we're only here because they need a filler until SummerSlam uh, for a marquee matchup for for Drew. And that's 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 it. I'm just sick and tired of coming out. Eric, it should have been me. It should have been me. No, it should not have been you. And thank God it wasn't your goddamn dollar store HBK reject. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm so sick and tired of him coming. It it was never your ass couldn't stay healthy. That was your problem. Yeah, I mean that that was his problem. But and also like. It sucks seeing him put in so much effort with his promos when you know he's not, you know, he's not going to win. I mean, this happens to him all the time. Like, he's still really good on the mic and still intense and sometimes can sound believable. But at the end of the day, you know, he's just filler at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, at best, he'll win a, an intercontinental title again or a United States title again, but he's not winning any, he's not winning either of the major belts, you know, anymore. I mean, he, he's done in that regard. Yeah. The very least get a new gimmick, man. I'm tired of you bitching and whining. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Drew McIntyre, I've said it before. I feel terrible about the guy having his run with no people in the building. Yeah. Feels like he's been cheated his entire championship reign. Um, And, man, I mean, that's the guy, you know, that's the guy you want as the face of your company. mm -hmm. You know, him and and Roman are, are... guys that you want as the faces of your company and to not be able to run with either of them properly because of everything that's going on. It's, it's a shame. Yeah. So, um, man, if this is, I agree with you. If this is a TLC match, it'd be very enjoyable. Um, Dolph can flip around and do all that, that selling, but then, Get him far away from the championship picture, please, and thank you. And uh, oh, that reminds me. So you, you that tell you what the rumor is for SummerSlam for uh, no. McIntyre? No. So apparently, it's going to be McIntyre versus Randy Orton. I like it. 
Orton's on a run, man. I mean, he's he's as good as he's ever been at this point. Yo, I say this all the time about Randy Orton. When Randy Orton cares, he's one of the best in the business. Absolutely. The problem is he cares only about 35% of the time. Absolutely. And that might be generous. Uh, oh, did we pick a winner? I think McIntyre. we're both. Yeah, okay. We'll go McIntyre. Ziggler, go take your checks and enjoy your life. But you should hey, not man, be. He's, he's done well for himself. He's mm-hmm. got plenty of money in the bank. Um, you know, and yeah. I don't think he's he's complaining at this point. Yeah. The only person complaining about Dolph Ziggler is me. <laughs> Um, man, that's it. That's all she wrote for well, no, the horror show at Extreme Rules. Dum dum dum. Yeah, it's a very run of the mill show. Um, you know, it doesn't. It, it's not the most exciting show, considering you could have some of the most exciting stipulations for an extreme show, but you're not going to. Um, but you know. I'll still tune in and see, um, you know, see if they, you know, dare to surprise us, you know, for the hell of it. Yeah. No tag team matches on the show. No intercontinental title match. Nope. Um, <laughs> no universal title match. <laughs> no. And uh, one of the big feuds on Raw uh, their matches the night after on Raw, Randy Orton and The Big Show. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I'm not even complaining because we spend like so many pay-per-views complaining about the length being too long, especially when it comes to, to WrestleMania or um, what was the other one? SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. If we can have these short pay-per-views that are over within three hours, we should be thankful, to be honest. Yeah. And I think, you know, a two-and-a-half-hour show is perfect for, a, mm-hmm. like, a non-Big Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's another, another one of the things that I hope hopes continues into the non-COVID era. Whenever that happens in 2025. Oh, God. Please don't say that. Please don't mean that. <laughs> you look at w- these test results and how everything like just is skyrocketing right now, and I'm not sure how you can feel comfortable with any sports league right now, man. No, man. I, you know, here's how you know it's serious. They're canceling high school football in Texas. Yeah. That's how you know this is some deep shit. <laughs> and we, yeah, because, I mean, they I, go ahead. Halloween gets postponed before high school football games do if they land on a Friday. If it lands on a Friday, like in Texas, Halloween in those small town, like small Texas towns, Halloween gets postponed to the next day if, if it lands on a Friday. Like that's how big Friday night football games are. Yeah, and that 
that doesn't seem like it's happening. The NCAA, like the greedy ass NCAA, who uh, once again it's been on the right side of history. They canceled the the NCAA tournament er, um, earlier this year, and now um, what's his? I don't remember the guy's name, but he came out and said, "Hey, we don't get this under control. We, we there's no way we can possibly have football." And I'm like, look at you, NCAA, pretend you actually care about your athletes as long as you don't have to pay them. Yeah, man, I mean. um, And then baseball, I don't, look, the NBA bubble is crazy to me, and they're all in one central location. MLB is still planning to fly out and go to CDC, like, like it's normal. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw that. I thought they were going to try and, and uh, secure a bubble as well, but I guess it's it's not possible at this point. But um, you know, it's going to be my only thing is like my big hope is that if they're going to do these empty stadium baseball games, come on, get with the program. Do like the Koreans did and put, fill the stadium with like stuffed animals. Oh, like, did you did you not hear? The Astros said, I believe if you make a donation of like a hundred dollars to the Astro Foundation, the you can send in a picture and they'll put in a picture, um, like a stand, a cutout of you yeah. in the in the in the stands. I'll donate a hundred dollars if they put a stuffed animal instead of my ugly <laughs> mug. Like no one wants to see that. I, I want to see, you know, did you see when they did that during the KBO? Yeah. That was awesome. Like, let's get, let's get that going. Um, everyone knows how to have fun in sports except for us. Right. Even at our own American pastime. <sighs> All right. Sleep is about to knock me unconscious, so I, I'm done. What say you? What's that? I say, what say you? You good? I'm good. Thanks for tuning uh, in. I appreciate all the love and support. Yes. Oh, I forgot to tell you, we actually got a uh, five-star rating on iTunes. Nice. Yeah. It was our first one. I'm so proud. I like it. Uh, yeah, it was great. And thank you to you, you mysterious reviewer. I wish <laughs> you health and wealth and prosperity. And two chickens in every pot. Absolutely. All right. So that's it. We'll be back um, for sure next week to talk about more um, with the WWE and whatever UFC pay-per-view is coming up. Um, And maybe we'll do a podcast this weekend. I don't know. Depends on what we're up to. But um, that's it. We're done. So... For Anthony, I'm the Quincy. Later, baby. Now.